0: One the the fucking weed prices are going back up in Michigan, and I couldn't be more fucking upset. I tell you. Thank you, Joe Brandon. You were were just telling
1: me about how like the cheap ass weed you were getting.
0: Yes. Yeah, the market isn't backed up anymore, I think, is the problem. Mm Because we have this place called Jars, and apparently they have locations in like a lot of legal states, but they were like the 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 regional leader in keeping the prices really fucking low. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and I was like, I'm gonna get that 10 for a hundred one gram cart steel, please. Uh-huh. And they were like, we changed our pricing structure so you can mix and match different brands. But what it really means is so that you can pay us a lot more money for the mm, same product. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that,
2: that, they, they really end with the cheap shit. And then they're like, oh, by the way, everything is more expensive now. <laughs> it's exact it's exactly like inflation. Yeah.
0: It's exactly like that. But I did I did uh reconnect with one of my old buddies from the area and he works at one of the other weed stores. And I'm thinking if I go down there during like off hours, maybe I can get some employee discount hookup action. <laughs> I see.
1: Yeah, I guess that is the the thing about weed. It's like it's dangerous to try to charge too much for it at the store because sure, like mm-hmm. your average like yuppie who's never bought weed illegally is like, oh wow, great price, but there's a, there's a long-standing tradition of selling weed illegally. And, uh, people are happy to do that. If the price goes up, I feel like it's similar to like piracy where like, uh, mm-hmm. people were like, Oh yeah. Netflix is five bucks. HBO is whatever price those were. I never really get those subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Cause I just always torrent, but people are sort of going back to torrenting as the, each individual service gets more fragmented and shitty. And they're like, you know, I'm not actually getting that much from my money. I can just download the shows mm-hmm. I want to watch, have a better experience.
2: And, and it is still extremely easy. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think that the gen z gen zers they forgot like it's it's like a mystical
0: knowledge that was lost. <laughs>
2: uh, during the passing of the torch from the millennial to the Gen Z generation, just a bunch because of
0: zoomers on TikTok like dusting off Game Boy colors with archaeological
2: brushes <laughs> yeah. and
0: being like, I believe this device holds the secrets to what is known as lime wire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they buy a lime green Game Boy color and they're like, okay, that must be connected somehow, right? You use this, you plug in the Game Boy camera, you print out a picture of your face, and then it lets you download Lincoln Park uh, num.exe.
0: A bunch of like pins and reds. Um, uh, yarn up on a uh, a pin board, but instead of like criminal suspects, it's just like Pogs, Saturday morning cartoons, <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> different breakfast cereals all in a cluster. <laughs> like uh,
1: for a second, I thought you meant Pogs, like P A
2: W G
0: S, and I was like, what do oh, they have yeah. to do with uh,
2: with piracy? <laughs> well, the, we're getting to the bottom of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about the good, clean fun mm-hmm. of slamming pieces of cardboard and metal down on the ground with your friends. Yeah, <laughs> you really understand I understand how,
2: how that game was played.
0: No, nobody did. Even the people. Who are really good at it? Um, there was like a big satanic panic thing about pogs. <laughs> pogs? Uh, what, yeah, it was uh, there were a bunch of like fundamentalist Protestant churches that considered it gambling.
1: Oh, sure, hmm.
0: yeah, same similar. That was around the same time that the guy from um, University of Basic Life Studies, I think is what they're called. Basic Life Studies, uh, Bill, Bill Gothard, if I'm not mistaken, he like mm-hmm. announced that the creator of Cabbage Patch Kids was an evil warlock who was using them to like entrance the children of the nation. I mean, this was like before the internet was in every home. So sure, people yeah. just believe any old thing that came on the news. <laughs> yeah. Bill Gothard. He's a real freak. If you look him up, um, he's the guy who like pioneered that, uh, that, that sequence of umbrellas thing that you'll see in a lot of christian literature that was like the children are protected by the mother who is protected by the father who is protected by the church who is protected by god and it's like
2: kind of like those memes where it's like uh all of society and it's all mm -hmm. like green grass and stuff like that and uh and then like holding up underneath the ground holding it up is like uh landlords Mm -hmm. or something
0: spanking your children yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) Uh, we don't spare the rod in this house, but we still spoil the child. Um, we're well, a um, idiosyncratic that way.
2: <laughs> speaking of something idiosyncratic, um, somebody commented on the Patreon episode that we were totally right about the submarine. <laughs> that oh. thing fucking imploded like 30 seconds after it was launched they're all they all died horrifically Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean honestly uh, they died so fast they couldn't even experience it i saw one estimate put the implosion time at a total of 30 milliseconds yeah Yeah. I i had
1: that thought as well that it's like the idea that like they were watching the oxygen tick down as they were like trying to figure out how to get back to the surface like no. That seems like a much worse kind of nightmare to just be like knowing that you're going to die through suffocation and there's nothing you can do about it versus like maybe they thought something was wrong like with the sub, but like it also seems possible mm-hmm. that just like something was beginning to fail and then did fail and then they just instantly were snuffed out, you know, like. Yeah.
2: So it has been a really uh, good week for content. Like, oh, yeah. I, yes. I, I I guess that there's a fine line between like dancing on the graves of people uh, and Pointing out that these people died doing something incredibly stupid <laughs> yeah. and uh, and making fun of the stupid thing that they did uh, so that n- pe- people don't die doing that incredibly stupid thing again. Um, but the funniest thing to come out of this, in my opinion, is all of these videos of James Cameron, mm. the boy, the absolute goat, the <laughs> cha- the, the real captain of the titanic mm-hmm. all these videos of him doing interviews and talking about submersibles and his time going to like the challenger deep and the marianas trench and the wreck of the titanic and basically being like uh yeah if i went down to the seafloor in a submersible I-, I would simply come back unscathed yeah <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> Well, because also he would put like so much development time into it. But that's the funny thing is that the co-founder of OceanGate in the wake of this put out a little video where he was like, people aren't realizing the 14 years of development that went into this project. (laughs) And he's like trying to defend this thing that was just like an utter and complete public failure. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you have James Cameron. Like you said, you also have guys who are involved in like, Chinese and Japanese um, underwater uh, submersible and submarine missions, which are some of the leading ones in the world, being like, yeah, it takes a team of like dozens of people. Like, here's a photo of the interior of my submersible. And it's just like wires and buttons and safety hatches <laughs> and latches. And then you put it next to a photo of the inside of the submersible that imploded. It's just like, they look like they're sitting in a drainage pipe or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he bragged nothing. about how it had one button. He's like, it should be like an elevator. Easy to use. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, there's, uh, so there's another thing that came out that I thought was very interesting and sort of indicates to me why this happened. Um, because so when you're under the sea, uh, that take far, it from me, <laughs> um, everything's
0: better. <laughs> there's a ton of pressure, <laughs>
2: right? Cause water's super, super heavy when you get down that far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we're talking like 300 times, there are 300 atmospheres of pressure. So like, um, I don't know, think of like crushing a soda can. That's essentially mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. And when you go down there in a submersible, uh, fatigue happens, right? It's kind of like an airplane, uh, a certain number of pressure cycles, right? Going up in the air, pressurizing the cabin, going down to mm-hmm. land, depressurizing the cabin. Fatigue happens in the metal on airplanes. Same thing happens with submarines, submersibles. So what this guy basically did, um, Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean <laughs> Gate, his, this this was not a tourism company. He wanted to market a cheap disposable submersible to oil companies and uh oh, companies that needed to do like oil drilling um and this was his way of basically doing a proof of concept but it's a miracle cuz he did go down to the wreck of the Titanic numerous times before mm-hmm. yeah, like in dozens of times submersible right like it,
1: it worked technically i
2: i i don't know it might have been single digit times yeah. it might have been more um but it's a miracle that he made it back that many times uh because this crucial detail came out, the submarine was made of carbon fiber and titanium. Um, Something that anybody who kind of works with metals or works on vehicles or does engineering knows is that when you combine dissimilar metals, you have something called galvanic corrosion. Now, though carbon fiber is not a metal, it is electrically active, right? So if you have that in contact, so electrically connected to a metal... Right, and you are submerging both of those things in a saltwater solution, mm-hmm. an electrolyte. Right now, you have galvanic corrosion happening. It's got what and plants crave. One of those things, <laughs> it, those two materials are going to have different properties, right? And and it, it's uh, something called the galvanic series, basically determines which of those materials is going to corrode first. Right, so because carbon fiber is higher on the galvanic series than titanium basically the carbon fiber tube with the titanium domes at both end it was basically just causing the titanium to slowly deteriorate and eat away at itself Mm -hmm. that compounded with the uh with the stress and the fatigue of cycling from 300 atmospheres of outside pressure back up to the surface a bunch of times is just a recipe for, yeah, like they were getting in a fucking suicide pod and it's no wonder that they fucking imploded.
0: (laughs) Well, it's not, you don't even have to know that much about materials sciences. Like you just have to be somebody who's rode a bike before because like bicyclists will tell you carbon fiber bikes are some bullshit and Mm -hmm. will snap and break if you land on them too hard or if you hit a tree sideways funny or whatever Mm -hmm. compared to what they'll often tell you, which is that steel is real. Steel will yeah. deform. Mm-hmm. Steel will do all kinds of odd things, but it will stay intact, and your bicycle will still largely be r- reparable.
2: <laughs> well, steel will also corrode, and and steel will also rust. Well, it's um, a whole different ballgame when you're underwater. Fatigue, but yeah, but steel can be essentially repaired or mm-hmm. replaced, and it's a lot. It's a lot less difficult to gauge how uh, fatigued steel is than carbon fiber. Because carbon fiber essentially just shatters. It's not Mm -hmm. a really gradual process when carbon fiber starts to deteriorate. That's ultimately a very brittle material. What most likely happened is that either the carbon fiber portion of the pressure vessel uh, was fatigued from pressure cycling, or the titanic domes on either end of the carbon fiber tube suffered from galvanic corrosion being exposed to salt water mm-hmm. and they had deteriorated enough that a tiny imperfection basically led to a catastrophic uh, basically chain reaction as a tiny bit of pressure rushes in and then suddenly mm-hmm. the entire thing just collapsed. Yeah. The whole well, thing. Yeah. If
0: you go, if you go half as deep as they were like, I, you know, down to like a hundred or 150 atmospheres, that's the point where if your like oxygen tank gets punctured during diving instead of air going out into the water water actually rushes into mm-hmm. the tank mm-hmm. so it's like you know I, and i think the the amount of pressure exerted by the force of atmosphere like because it's pounds per square inch so i think it's i think it it scales cubically instead of mm. in a linear manner so like once you're down that deep it's just like it, it, it's basic because people were talking about like, oh, they're going to, they ended up as chunky marinara. No, they they were instantly eviscerated by super hot carbon fibers. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made a very, very fine marinara. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, I saw somewhere that the energy that was expended in the rushing of the, the high pressure water into mm-hmm. the space where the air was uh, likely created a a exothermic reaction mm-hmm. uh, that wow. it was as hot as the surface of the sun. So it's sure. like a bomb going Maybe off. I, Just... I don't know. I don't know if the the math really works out on that, but like it was an insane amount of energy being released Mm -hmm. in those 30 milliseconds. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and it's interesting because they talked about like, uh, people are like, oh, if the sub imploded, why did they hear a series of bangs or a series of noises under the ocean? And it's like, well, one, one of those could have been the sub (laughs) imploding. So there you fucking go. And also, two, somebody else pointed out in a hit tweet, the ocean is mysterious and full of terrifying things. And it's not often that we point sonic devices down there. I (laughs) bet if we did it more often, we'd hear a lot more bangs, knocks, mm -hmm. Whispers, chains rattling, disembodied <laughs> voices. <laughs> Who fucking da- knows? Davy Jones's locker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no,
2: it's, it's probably orcas because the or- orcas are in gangs now. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. That's um, so cool. Yeah, they're, the um, Democrats are working on a crime bill to combat orcas. Orca games.
0: <laughs> America's going to go to war with the fucking orcas, just like Australia went to war with some birds. Yeah. yeah. And we'll lose.
1: <laughs> yeah. The whole like banging thing seemed like very much a wild goose chase whenever they were like, well, they heard some kind of banging sound every 30 minutes and then didn't find anything in the area. Where it's like, if I was in a sub and still breathing and was running out of oxygen, I wouldn't bang every 30 minutes. I would just keep doing SOS constantly. Like they have nothing else mm-hmm. to do. I guess maybe they wouldn't want to like expend too much energy, but at the very least, like every five minutes and also like send a specific message, not just random banging. It was probably just like an animal or like, I don't know, an under like a underwater volcano or something like gurgling. Who knows?
0: It's also like they lost communication through their main source, which seemed to be some form of like text messaging. It's so funny if they
1: just text the boat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was like, Oh, they lost communication. That means that they're really in trouble. But then you read interviews with people who went on successful missions and they're like, we lost communication routinely Mm -hmm. every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just great to to get away, you know, like no nagging wife calling you on the radio from the ship. Like can't check the internet, just you and the internet. Are you in the ocean?
2: All right. Everybody put your phones in the bowl before you get (laughs) on the submarine. All right. You know, my, my iPhone has airplane mode, but it doesn't have sub submarine
0: mode. (laughs) accidentally dropping your smartphone in the submarine mo like tiny little toilet (laughs) trying to take a piss yeah Yeah. (laughs) turns out you were the one on text duty yeah Yeah. (laughs) your one of the things that was
2: really sad was apparently one of the billionaires dragged his 19 year old kid who didn't want to go yeah yeah that's like
0: the
1: the, that's the one thing that makes it like not a slam dunk is because it's like if it was just like middle-aged men doing something really stupid and killing themselves it's like you can fully laugh at them and it's like they had every reason to like not do it and (laughs) understand the Insane risks. But yeah, like a 19 year old kid, your dad like assures you it's safe or something. It's totally plausible to be like, well, this seems really dangerous and stupid, but I guess I'll go along with it.
2: Well, that's a good way to end your bloodline. Yeah.
0: yeah w- one of the really funny things that did come out of this is that the Wikipedia page for list of inventors killed by their own. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yes. Now includes Stockton Rush nice. listed immediately <laughs> under Thomas Andrews, who built the Titanic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy invented this, like this submersible. Like he built it. Yeah. This, like, God, that's so funny.
2: Yeah. He yeah. was basically trying to raise venture capital uh, to ma- mass produce these shitty submarines for uh, like the oil industry, by showing that it could go to that depth by doing tourist trips to the Titanic. Uh-huh. But the uh, I, I do have a clip here. Uh, I was talking about James Cameron mm-hmm. interview clips. Sure. Somebody found a clip of him coming up from a Titanic dive on September 11th, 2001 and finding out about 9-11 <laughs> while stepping out of a submarine. I'm going to play this clip for you guys. thing that's going on. Worst terrorist attack in in history, Jim. <laughs> we all were very wrapped up in what on. we were doing, and we all thought it was desperately important. If my two separate hijacked commercial <laughs> jets... and and he also dragged uh, bill paxton along to narrate
1: (laughs) what a fucking way to tell someone about 9-11 yeah worst terrorist attack in history jim it's a real barn burner of a terrorist attack
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way the football team won you come into the next game (laughs) It sounded really conversational in a way
2: (laughs) imagine like yeah also they they, they, he had radio like the the Mm. submersibles that james cameron was using did not just have shitty text messages. they had multiple ways of communicating. So they could have told him while he was down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't also know why I like- would wait, it, it takes hours to come up.
0: I mean, also, like, that's the thing. Do, do are You're st- you're up on the surface and you're like, 9-11 has just happened. But mm-hmm. James Cameron is under the ocean and you're like, he's got to decompress for like three hours before he gets up here. <laughs> do we tell him now so he can stew in the chamber the entire <laughs> time? Or do we just wait until he comes back up? Because also, like, I guess maybe having that on your mind all of a sudden could constitute like a, a safety risk in some mm, sense. Sure. Um, you know, who fucking knows? My God, he's headed for the underwater world trade center. (laughs) uh, Another submersible has struck the (laughs) tower.
1: Another submersible has exploded next to the Titanic as though it hadn't already suffered enough.
0: There was one headed towards the white house, but they managed to divert it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They send, they hear there's going to be a terrorist attack. So they're like, this is fine. We'll just send Joe Biden down into the underground bunker. And then little do they know they were actually sending a submersible to implode in the bunker and, Above ground was much safer.
0: (laughs) Well, as long as we're talking about uh, explosions, uh, I just wanted to follow up on the Norfolk Southern train Mm, mm -hmm. uh, that they blew up. uh, You know, this is a couple of months ago by now in East Palestine, Ohio, that ended up poisoning an entire town and basically region. And uh, they invited the owner of a company that owned the five vinyl chloride cars, or five of the vinyl chloride cars, I should say, Mm -hmm. that Norfolk Southern claimed to be concerned about and that initiated the explosion because they were worried that the the vinyl chloride was going to polymerize, which is a highly exothermic reaction and would basically constitute a major explosion Mm -hmm. risk. So they were like, okay, we're going to blow it up preemptively. But this guy from this company is, comes in and he's giving testimony in front of Congress or, or I think this might just be a special committee. Um, and he asserts that th- at three different points, they assured Norfolk Southern that to the best of their knowledge, based on the information they had observed on the ground and had been given, that the vinyl chloride was not at risk for explosion. And so basically, the consequence of that is now it's basically out in the open that Norfolk Southern made what was a s- strictly business decision to blow up these trains by way of clearing the tracks and getting business going again as soon as possible. Uh-huh. So basically, they decided that having this one track cleared was more important than the health and safety of an entire region of the United States.:
1: Was the original cover story that like the the cars were like at risk of exploding if yes. they didn't do anything, so they had to like do a, a sort of controlled explosion to like n- negate the, the risk or something.
0: That's exactly that's exactly wow, okay. the argument that they initially had. But uh, this guy, and apparently this has been corroborated by several of the other business owners who had vinyl chloride and other chemicals um, that were a concern, was that they were monitoring the fire temperatures and the the temperatures inside of the cars. And the guy um, who actually is giving the testimony in this Status quo news clip mentions that the cars that had the vinyl chloride in them had properly functioning pressure release valves. That were meant to mitigate the effects and also mm. prevent the possible explosions. And that, as according to all observable data, they were functioning exactly as intended. So they basically
2: just set off a bomb to avoid getting stuck in traffic.
0: <laughs> to avoid. Yeah, I've, to, o- I've often had the same thought. <laughs> <whom amongst laughs> yeah. us? Yeah. Well, I mean, to, to avoid losing like 1% of their revenue over the next few months. They decided like how about we just uh absolutely nuke the ecological mm-hmm. conditions for this entire region and possibly give thousands of people cancer. That rocks. I mean, it's American capitalism at its most at its most, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't but- I don't really know what to say about it. It's it's shocking but also not Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the
1: metaphors for the excesses and like dangers of capitalism are just getting so on the nose lately that it makes Robocop look super subtle, where you just have like billionaires explode themselves in like under underregulated implode. sub. Yeah, implode yeah, themselves.
0: Well, it, it really does <laughs> feel like that. Like, I, I honestly feel like I'm walking through a fucking Kurt Vonnegut novel sometimes <laughs> because I remember reading his books when I was a kid and he would say a bunch of insane things all happened on the same day. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. How am I supposed to believe this? And then like a billionaire sub implodes. And then the you know the news announces they're like oh yeah Norfolk Southern blew up that train to to make their sixty five thousand dollars back
2: yeah (laughs) or whatever. Oh, um, speaking of a bunch of weird shit happening on the same day, another thing that happened was um, some of those like weird kind of uh, fly by night breaking news Twitter accounts Mm -hmm. started tweeting yesterday that uh, that the U.S. military officially confirmed. That they have been altering the weather, something that I've been talking about for a few weeks on this show. Okay. Um, th- those Twitter accounts are uh, probably about as valid as like World Star Hip Hop as far as a source. Uh, but then other, um, other outlets came out and basically confirmed and were like, yeah, the the U.S. has been altering the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting that you have billionaires basically telling you that like you need to alter your lifestyle, right? Because you're the problem and not these giant companies like Norfolk Southern blowing up a bunch of toxic chemicals. Um meanwhile, the US has the capacity and has admitted to using the technology that would be required to essentially generate natural disasters and either uh use them against their political enemies or use them uh advantageously, like in the example of a drought. So it's really hard to tell what's like real, what's going on, and what is just manufactured. So obviously this Norfolk Southern derailment was probably not manufactured. I think we just have really poorly maintained rail lines. But the yeah, actual I-, I think Occam's explosion, razor holds true on this one. Yeah, the, the explosion and the subsequent poisoning of a huge area of Ohio and the surrounding states was not uh, just an accident. It was a decision that was made by both municipal, federal employees and the people responsible for profit and, and maximizing profit at Norfolk Southern. And as a result, you have thousands of people whose homes are now worthless and who will probably die of cancer.
0: Yeah, well, and I think also um, Norfolk Southern evaded uh, a bunch of financial liability for the train derailment as well. Oh they hell ended yeah! Up, they ended up pledging, I think, thirty-five million dollars to East Palestine, but I mean that's nothing compared to what a realistic like settlement would be for the amount of damage they caused. I mean, it would certainly be in the billions. Um, and I well, mean, this, it is Ohio. I mean, a house costs what 30 bucks there, <laughs> <laughs> not even close. Man, yeah. Ohio is a crazy state, uh, with a ton of huge cities in it. But I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it echoes what's happening with the submersible actually. Because I just saw a headline today, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline today that said that um, Oceangate is not going to have to pay for any of the public search and rescue operations that were deployed mm. to find the these billionaires who were in the submersible, which is, you know, a lot of people have been pointing out the hypocrisy when we did just have one of the worst um, uh, maritime death incidents of migrants who were on their way to uh, Greece, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Greek way hold up, bom- hold
2: up. So wait, uh, Ocean Gate's not paying for this the US government knew it imploded the day of Probably. and yet they still wasted millions of dollars on a search and rescue operation. That to me screams limited hangout. It's right? not a limited they've got it's, to it's be do, they've got to be using the search and rescue operation to cover something else, right? Like they did it with the with the Nord Stream pipeline.
0: I don't even think they have to cover something else. I think it's just like if rich people are in danger, they consider that a story. Editors across the country are like, run it. And people who have to, you know, approve emergency funds and stuff just rubber stamp it approved. But then you have like a a migrant. Crisis where a boat capsizes and a huge number of people die, and like nobody fucking does anything now I know this wasn't in the U.S.'s maritime jurisdiction i'm not sure that the titanic wreck is either <laughs> yeah i don't, I don't think um, I, don't, I don't think
1: it was specifically because it's like was operating in international waters, which allowed it to mm-hmm. like not be be subject to uh u s like safety regulations. I think I was reading that it's just like whatever flag that the ship it like embarks from is flying under mm-hmm. is the laws that it's it's uh liable to. So it's like, you can basically yeah. choose your own laws, choose your own country with with like whatever flag you want to operate under. Oh, that's well, sick. It's,
0: it's just like a lot of people have been online and they're like, it's really callous of you to laugh at the deaths of these people in the submersible. And then like literally the the migrant boat was carrying 700 up to 750 Pakistani, Syrian, Egyptian, and Palestinian refugees and migrants. And only a hundred of them have been rescued alive and nobody even fucking bats an eye because CNN doesn't run wall-to-wall coverage of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely like it's it's fun and funny to have like a goofy story like this that is uh, everyone is talking about and everyone knows about. But like you said, John, there's also a very specific reason that everyone knows about it, and it's just like the notoriety and like net worth of the people involved. Like if it's rich people, it's something that is like a stink is raised about it, and then it becomes a story.
2: Wait, so like, why, hold on, why were there 700 people on this boat?
0: I think it was just, it's considered standard practice to load a very large number of people onto a boat to get them across the Mediterranean. Um, I mean, that just seems like unsafe. Yeah, well, okay, so what happened was one survivor from Syria... Whom CNN is identifying as Rami described how a Greek coast guard vessel approached the trawler multiple times to try to attach a rope to tow the ship with disastrous results. So I think this is what actually happened: is the Greek coast guard fucked this up really bad? Oh, it's always the fucking Greeks. So he (laughs) says. I thought you were going to say coast guard. I was going to agree with you. (laughs) It's a double Uh, whammy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so Rami says, "Quote: The third time they towed us, the boat swayed to the right, and everyone was screaming. People began falling into the sea, and the boat capsized." no one saw any anyone anymore. Brothers were separated. Cousins were separated. Jeez. Um, so another Syrian man identified as Mustafa also believes that it was the maneuver by the Coast Guard that caused the disaster. So, I mean, also, it, there's a lot of people who are ready to blame the migrants. They're like, why were they even on the boat? Why are they trying to get into Europe? Blah, blah, blah. I'm a racist, basically. Um, but, like, you know... It's it's European authorities in many cases who cause or greatly exacerbate these disasters, much in the same way that we see in the United States. It's not people trying to get here from Mexico and South America and Central America that cause these enormous problems. It's the armed militias funded by the state that we send down there to quote unquote deal with them that cause the problems.
2: Yeah, I think that a lot of blame probably also rests with the the whoever's running these ships taking mm way more taking more passengers than is safe to do uh, just to like squeeze more money out of uh, the trip.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would be curious to know what the arrangement is there, because I know there are some humanitarian groups that arrange these things. I know that they're also often done through like underground black and gray market deals and that there are also like other avenues through which immigration happens, especially in the case of refugees. I mean, uh, people get processed or or end up making their way to different countries by all manner of different means. So. Who fucking knows what was going on here? Um, the Hellenic Coast Guard has repeatedly denied attempting to tow the vessel, <laughs> lying obviously. <laughs> An official investigation into the cause of the tragedy is still ongoing. If it's a Greek investigation, I somehow doubt they'll come up with anything. Hey. An EU investigation, <laughs> I somehow still doubt they'll come up with anything. Yeah, I'm actually kind of so,
1: surprised. I- There's a CNN headline that's uh, it says if, quote If they had left us be, we wouldn't have drowned." CNN investigation raises questions about Greek coast guards account of shipwreck tragedy. So like not to give props to CNN or anything, but I'm surprised that they're willing to like go against an official story and like actually interview people and investigate and try to figure out what happened. Well-
2: but I mean, to be it's also, fair, this is the Greek <laughs> Coast Guard we're talking about.
0: <clears throat> it's also really convenient for articles like CNN to kind of badmouth countries that they sure, have yeah. beef with. And I think because of the Greek financial crisis that is still basically ongoing, it might even be getting worse. I'm not really sure what the situation is right now. Mm-hmm. But there was like a lot of hemming and hawing about like, who's going to bail out Greece and what the situation in the EU is going to be. So who knows what kind of internecine political motivations the editors at CNN might have. But the folks over at Trash Future have pointed this out a couple of times. It's like, even though America is even more hyper-capitalist and deranged than any European country, we're still like very happy to print articles critical about things happening in Europe that European capitalists... are publications would never ever publish, which I think is a kind of a funny dynamic because they don't do it back to us, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious.
1: Right. Well, because we are like, we're the big bad, like you don't want to piss off America.
2: Well, there's a lot of, a lot of European and UK news outlets, uh, will, jump at the opportunity to print articles that make Americans look stupid. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's usually like much more cheesy stuff. They're like, are Americans extremely unhealthy? <laughs> obviously, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gotcha, Yanks. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you know, fair Stop play. eating so many Big Macs, idiots. And, but then like we publish articles and it's like, will the Hungarian economy be the downfall of all of Central Europe? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like 45 pages of obviously it will. Yeah, like,
1: <laughs> yeah that's the thing. We're like, we're bullies where it's like, like we'll make fun of like the the kids in europe but it's like if you try to call america out for the same thing they're like hey well don't talk shit about my dad like what are you you doing come on we didn't mean that we didn't mean to do that we
0: can we publish articles that are like macron is a bitch erdogan's a bitch orban is a bitch and then european publications publish articles that are like americans they don't dress very well I love that, though. Um, So, yeah, um, the other big thing is that immigration in the United States also seems to be a hot-button issue. Uh, The Supreme Court this Friday did give Joe Biden's administration the go-ahead to move on with guidelines which are going to shift immigration enforcement towards something called countering public safety threats, which apparently is going to limit the scope of what immigration enforcement is going to look like This is not by any means like an actual reprieve for people who are trying to get into this country. It's just a move by the Democrats to be like, see, we are actually slightly changing the way that immigration enforcement will work right before the election. (laughs) Uh And so that the Republicans can then be like, they're going to let anybody from any country in and the Taliban's going to come through Honduras and end up in San Antonio. And we're going to have to watch that on the fucking debate stage for a while. (laughs) But it's interesting the way that they're foregrounding this. And also, it's interesting that the Supreme Court did rule what is a pretty obvious case, but still did rule pretty heavily in favor of the Biden administration, ruling eight to one having the majority decision authored by Brett Kavanaugh and having the uh, only dissenting judge, hold on, I forget his fucking name, Samuel Alito, that's oh, right. That, that, that fucking, fucking piece freak of shit. Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah, this this story is so funny because it's like in any like sane country, some the government being like, look, we're only going to deport people if they're a threat to public safety or border security. You'd be like, oh, okay, so you're racist and you're deporting whoever you want and this is like your cover for it. You're, you right. you know, people would be outraged if you're just like, we're deporting whoever we want. And it's like, they're doing that. And then the, like further, right? People are like, why aren't you deporting
0: more people? Why don't you be more racist? You can't just deport some yeah. of them we like the deportations. We think that that's a big number that should go up. Also, we're very impressed by Mike Pence's pledge to rename Fort Liberty back to Fort Brad. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I mean, expect immigration to be like a really big issue, especially because like, I think that the United States as kind of a waning power is going to get very volkish about its borders Mm -hmm. in a way like we always have been like, I'm not trying to say that we aren't already incredibly racist, especially especially at the Southern border and at airports across the country. But I think that the tone of it is going to change because like the tone of right-wing rhetoric is kind of changing broadly. It's getting a lot more sloppy and fractious. I mean, um, didn't uh, Marjorie Taylor green have like a big public fight with another like far right lady recently um, Lauren Boebert, maybe? Oh, I didn't see this one. Well, it's just, it's important to note that, like, the, the right wing is way more contentious and they hate each other's guts over petty differences way more than the left does. Even the far left, even weird trots who like <laughs> get off on splitting their groups off into other groups. Like the right wing is so much more demented about like, no, actually, because because it's like the Bible actually says this brain, mm-hmm. but expanded to national politics.
1: Yeah, Ooh. I feel like I remember that happening a lot where people like... Charlie Kirk, you know, like really insane right wing grifters, they would be like supporting Trump and then Trump would, I didn't even know what he would do, like cave on something they thought he wouldn't cave on for some stupid reason and be like, I can't believe I trusted this fucking guy. Like the amount of people who were like betrayed by Trump, quote unquote, it was like half of all- like 60% of all fucking right wing influencers and grifters and shit. It's like at some point Trump disappointed them deeply.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because like it was a big rotating door. Like didn't he go through attorneys like crazy? He went through press secretaries went like crazy. Yeah, he yeah. went through.
1: Yeah, shit. Who, who was that guy? He hired a press secretary for six days, right? It was like an Italian
0: guy. Scaramucci. That was his name. Scaramucci. Yeah, yeah. Scaramucci. That, guy, that guy ruled. <laughs> that that guy, was so it, funny. It
2: felt like so much longer than That's, six days. Yeah.
0: That's my favorite queen lyric. Yeah. Scaramucci. <laughs> Scaramucci. Can you do the Fandango thunderbolts and
1: why he got fired (laughs) it was like he ticked trump off somehow like he he really did not last long
0: well at least he at least he
2: was uh you know a diverse candidate right mm -hmm. he's italian oh i'm wrong it was 10
1: (laughs) days the 21st of july to the 31st of july in
2: 2017 let let him go for you know um Uh, stinking up the place with
0: garlic. (laughs) Yeah, and the whole time Liz Truss was furiously taking notes over in the UK. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so in terms of like the the widening of the just like insanity of the, the right wing and their willingness to just openly say fascist shit, uh, did you all see Moms for Liberty had to apologize for having their Hamilton County chapter quoting Adolf Hitler in their newsletter? <laughs>
1: no, I didn't see this one. What?
0: Yeah, this is so, I, this, the picture in the
1: article is funny because they have Hitler's name on the quote. This is not like yes. they attributed to Abraham Lincoln or something, and they got tricked by a fake <laughs> attribution. They just said he alone who owns the youth gains the future. Adolf Hitler. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: they just like threw his fucking name on it <laughs> Cause like a lot of places, uh, like there's another linked article here in the Indy Star. There's like, this has happened before. Other candidates have included this in their speeches and have had to apologize after rallies when people realized that that quote could actually be attributed to Adolf Hitler. <laughs> and then Moms for Liberty just comes out and they're like, Hey, y'all, we're Moms for Liberty. This is the parent brigade, parent advocacy through unifying, educating, and empowering. Anyway, here's a nice little Adolf Hitler quote to
1: get They couldn't find anyone else who made some, some kind of platitude quote about... How chi- it, it's the quote is basically children of the future. They, yeah, you they could have yeah. just
2: said children are the future. <laughs> you could have yeah, quoted
1: yeah. we are the world and you would have gotten the same message <laughs> yeah. across.
0: But it's also right under the quote because it's in this little blue bubble. Mm-hmm. Right under the quote is another little blue box and it says, Moms for Liberty will not be intimidated by hate groups. <laughs> A message from our founders. And then the image cuts off but yeah. we'll be in- you know, there's a <laughs> lot of cognitive dissonance happening in this image we won't be
1: intimidated because uh we think hitler's cool too so it's fine yeah
2: <laughs> I, I think there's something that like happens to some people's brains uh when they get like a platform mm-hmm. that they all of a sudden they they get gassed up like people gas them up they're like oh yeah yeah our protest went really well or you're you're famous now like uh that they think that they can be the first person in history to like quote Hitler and for, pe- and, and for people to be like, wow, that was so fucking profound. You're you're so awesome. And 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 I think that there's just like a, a certain type of person that when they get that, like po- they get too much positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. They just they're they're like they fly way too close to the sun. they <laughs> just, just it, like, I'm, I'm going to it's kind of like uh, it's like trusting a fart too
4: hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you just ate as much lasagna as you've ever eaten in your life. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's kind of an inverse of
0: the Kramer moment when the the guy who plays Kramer said the N-word on stage because mm-hmm. he was like bombing.
3: Yeah, and He was doing really bad.
0: <laughs> and he he says in, in interviews about it, he's like, I just wanted to get a reaction. I know it was wrong. And it's like, yeah, buddy, I mean, you should have really known, you should really should have known better. But it's kind of the inverse when with the Hitler quote. When you, when you got the Hitler quote, you're like you're really feeling cocksure of yourself. You got everybody like, on your
4: side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna nail this Hitler
0: quote. People <laughs> are gonna be really impressed.
4: Why, why are you walking around knowing Hitler quotes? That's my question. <laughs> do you guys remember there?
2: I think during uh, in 2020 there was like some video of a guy at a protest where I guess this guy had just like ended up being the center of the the crowd and he was just yelling things. I don't think he was in charge of anything. Uh-huh. But but he was like yelling things. The crowd was fired up and he was yelling like platitudes, you know, basic stuff like we're going to we're going to stamp out injustice. And everybody was like, yeah, we're and then drain and the then swamp. He, like t- he takes a turn and he's like, this is not about black and everybody's like, what? <laughs> and he's like and he's like, or why <laughs> just, and and then like basically the he loses the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Just, <laughs> he, the, the, he completely loses the crowd. He can't read the room. And it's over. That's what happened to these moms for liberty. <laughs>
0: they had they had the crowd and they lost mm-hmm. it yeah well that's like when i was at the the big protests in pittsburgh where they like burned a cop car and shit before all of the crazy shit went down and everyone was just marching through downtown there was this one dude in a suit who brought a megaphone and he managed to get the crowd's attention for a little while and he was talking the same thing like boilerplate we're going to stamp out injustice and then he was like and this is why we need to back joe biden <laughs> 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 very soon. <laughs> very soon after that i remember the crowd being mostly focused on some dudes who were breakdancing very well <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. that's
1: <laughs> a much better message it's yeah.
2: like
0: uh yeah we're we're going to we're going to take on the
2: establishment woo we're going to make them pay for what they've done to us woo we're going to put the people back in charge
4: woo People like and Joe Biden, we, and,
2: and also we should end circumcision. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, that sounds Mike, right. You can
1: get some claps for that one. People wouldn't be as <laughs> enthusiastic.
4: Ending <laughs> on, on that, that, that's ed- the wrong move. Yeah, yeah we're end,
2: after we end circumcision. We're gonna uh, we're gonna make it so that everybody has to. Um, they have state mandated girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> anybody?
1: Yeah. Anybody? Yeah, like, Four incels with body pillows. <laughs> are like, yeah, finally someone's addressing my issues. <laughs> <Yeah. And that's laughs> right. I go to every yeah, protest a- with my anime body pillow and I'm always shunned to tell right now.
0: Just getting really weird though, after a while. Like, you start off, you're like, we're going to legalize drugs. We're going to, you know, uh, end discrimination. And then, like, 10 minutes go by and you're like, we're going to ban almonds.
3: <laughs> what? Almonds like are good. They're using like,
0: too much water. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, we're going to make the war on Christmas real. <laughs> 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 we're going to turn firefighters into
3: teachers.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, they want to... It's <laughs> all these weird... That's the problem with like most politicians though. Is They just have like, anyone who's actually passionate just has the most insane pet peeve mm-hmm. issues that they must talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you, if we talked about RFK. <laughs> uh,
2: not this. episode. Oh, not, no. yet. Not, not Today. Yet. Well, <laughs> I think we talked about him on last episode. No, yeah, I it. know,
4: but the, he was, was speaking at this Moms for Liberty Brigade or something. Oh, he's
2: involved. Okay.
4: I think I don't. I don't know. Well, we do know RFK. We do know
2: RFK Jr. loves hot moms, so it does check out.
4: Yeah, this is That's adding true. up. Yeah. Who is? RFK yeah uh he definitely has some some wild opinions and he won't stop talking about that <laughs> also he, he i found out he's pro israel so fuck him
3: but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
2: that's so fucking disappointing cuz he had he had my vote until then <laughs>
4: until the israel thing yeah, yeah. uh i, I was also on board heard with his everything else did you i did you know he has like spasmodic like throat something he has mm-hmm. like a disorder where his his voice sounds crazy ta- ta- he got it from the dang vaccine <laughs> yeah in t- Todd <laughs> yeah, <and> 1989. <laughs> Todd's long
1: been insisting that uh rfk could become president if his voice wasn't so weird and i think he's yeah. uh, he's onto something it's uh it's yeah, pretty yeah. odd sounding
4: yeah i don't know
2: i don't think because the president has to have a well like one obvious flaw Right. Uh, like yeah. uh, for Obama it was that he smoked cigarettes. For Trump, I mean just look at him. Mm. For W it was like His, that he was kinda goofy. Mm. The drunk driving. Know, for, <laughs> um, for, for Clinton it was that he was gay for pussy, yeah. sex yeah. 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 uh, like, pervert, yeah, major pervert. Yeah, Bill
4: Clinton the gay pussy.
0: Eater.
4: Yeah, yeah. Bill Clinton's like what Johnny
0: Bravo was from Arkansas
4: and played Wait, doesn't Johnny Bravo play saxophone? Does he? Maybe I don't know. No, he definitely <laughs> yeah, I think he
0: does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's partially based on Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Hillary this doesn't that, make me straight. We're
4: this putting this the horse before the
1: cart or
2: whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I mean, a president's got to have an obvious flaw, yeah. but I think the the voice one is is a really rough flaw to have because a president also has to be a great orator. They're talking all the Although time. Joe Biden is kind of the exception that proves the rule
1: joe biden has like a freestyling like like free jazz kind of oratory style where it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to follow in a traditional sense but you can catch a vibe from it sometimes and i think i think especially if you are listening for what you want to hear you can hear it from joe biden so most democrats are like yeah he's he's saying the right stuff joe
4: biden is a terrible orator but he he his voice has the the, the timber of power. He has yeah. like a yeah. 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 serious <laughs> and um, by the fire. And it, to a well, certain well, type well, of boomer, it's comforting. It's, yeah, it's, it's like yeah. radio really well, static.
0: I think the rules for a presidential voice are basically the same as the rules for the front person of a 90s alternative band. Okay. Like, your voice can be all kinds of fucked up. You just have to have a signature style. Kind of like if every if anybody's getting into their Obama impression, they'll just be like, um, let me be clear. They'll just say mm-hmm. that a few times. Right. And it's like, yeah. there's, there, there's something to grab onto there. And it took us a while to figure out what that was with Joe Biden, because he's not as ostentatious as Trump and not as idiosync and doesn't have the, like, uh, weird politician charisma of Obama. And Bush was just Bush. I mean, listen to that accent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, like... I think for RFK Jr., it's not going to be fun to do an impression of him. Like, what are you going to be doing? Like, uh, Vaccines are bad. Like, I can't even do an RFK Jr. because, like... Mm-hmm.
2: So, the, so, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the thing, so, Joe Rogan, the thing with DMT is that uh, the, machine, the machine elves, they told me not to trust the vaccine.
0: <laughs> See, that, that's actually a passable impression, and I'm not having fun listening to it. you. Yeah, it's not, so it's so not, that's not that's fun. The problem.
4: You just yeah. feel bad for the guy for having a fucked up Yeah, dance. yeah, because he has some sort of him. weird degenerative disease mm-hmm. or whatever. That's no fun. Yeah. You feel like you're making fun of a guy. Like if, mm-hmm. if there was a president with Down syndrome, you can't just mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. the president. There then... should be
1: a president with Down syndrome. I agree. That'd be a lot better than <laughs> yeah. the nonsense we've been working with lately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, they would just be manipulated. Oh, by the oh state speaking or of disabilities, no, no, be...
2: did you guys hear you can bet on the Special Olympics now? No. What?
3: <laughs> is that? Is that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Sport, sports betting it oh, has man. been opened up to the Special Olympics.
0: Well, wait, I, I think I actually saw somebody offering. I don't know if this was like official bookies or not, but offering over under on whether or not they rescue the submarine. Oh yeah, I That's a bet that, on whatever. That, that yeah. was all over the place. Man, we
4: would have been millionaires. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: that's way more funny and cool than betting on the fucking Special Olympics, yeah. which does feel pretty disrespectful. <laughs> I feel like, like if you're
2: like if you work in oceanography, then you have insider information Mm -hmm, that's true
4: i wasn't yeah if you're james Cameron, you knew from the beginning (laughs) yeah and you have so much money
0: like oh man i should have bet on it honestly because i was totally right as soon Mm -hmm. as it happened i was like they're toast i heard that thing was made of carbon fiber i was like yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i think I i feel like the first day that it happened i was like there's an outside chance that they just like lost communication but are fine and are like coming back up and like by day when they were like, they have 40 hours of oxygen left. Yeah, and the like, next
4: day it's over. Yeah, well, because it was just
1: like, yeah. if they've searched in the like wide vicinity of where it could be and aren't finding them, then that means that something really fucked up happened and they're either yeah. like, dead or lost, which is as good as dead because... I can't stress this enough. There's no way to open the sub from the inside. Somebody <laughs> has to unbolt you, so you can make it to yeah. the surface and then just still die. Yeah, it's really oh, weird that that, that
4: story became such a thing that people were like really invested. It seemed and wanted. To, everyone was talking. I feel like the the internet hasn't been that united on something for a long time. No, not, yeah.
3: no, I, not,
2: I agree. I really, I I do really enjoy when something like happens that we can all joke about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that. it it gets mined for content really rapidly and really extensively and that it does kind of get old pretty fast sure but uh for like those few two or three short days when everybody's joking about the same thing those are my favorite times to be online yeah Yeah.
1: well yeah i feel like this year hasn't really had one other other than this one like i can't think of uh, something
2: the east palestine derailment that was um, something Less jokes about it, yeah. but, but definitely the, like, it was a big everybody unifying was, moment. Mm-hmm. Everybody was posting about it at the same time. The, yeah. I mean, the also Nord like, stream. That's like it,
4: politics, it, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, like if you're in a certain milieu, maybe also like the Chinese spy balloon.
2: Oh, the balloon yeah. gate was great. That was yeah. the la- that that, <laughs> that like and the jokes about that were like the last time that everybody was united. Yeah, joking about but it was like thing.
4: for like two hours.
1: Uh-huh. It this one was funny because it had like a built-in deadline. It's like in seventy hours you won't be able to joke about it anymore because it is over. They're either rescued or dead. I guess
4: so that's get what like, it made it go so long yeah. is that like people were like, well, what's going to happen?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did Google it every day when I got to work and I finally started using my phone. I was like, all right, what's up? Are they died? I need to know. So uh speaking of incidents that will likely unite the internet, uh, do you think Zuckerberg and Musk are actually going to do this fight? Okay, I, or that this is just like a Twitter slap fight for PR? is this
4: a meme? What it what happened? So Elon
0: tweeted that he would be quote unquote up for a cage fight with Zuckerberg. Why?
4: And if he is
1: I, lol, he says.
0: I, I think I don't know. I think maybe this was prompted by some weird Musk stands who put ideas in his head. I'm not sure where the the genesis of this. Yeah, idea Yeah, let's see came what he's from. replying
4: to here. Can I? Um, because I I didn't I didn't know they were fighting. Like, why are they mad at each other? So there Just was a, they, I don't think they are.
1: <laughs> so he, so there was a tweet that says Meta to release Twitter rival called Threads. Not making this up. Hmm. And Elon Musk replied and said, "I'm sure Earth can't wait to be exclusively under Zuck's thumb with no other options." At least it will be sane. Was worried there for a moment, uh, sweating, grinning emoji, and someone replied, "Better be careful at Elon Musk." I heard he. I don't. You don't have to add someone if you're replying. You fucking dullard. <laughs> uh, I heard he does jujitsu <laughs> now. Don't you know how Twitter now. works? And then a bunch of emojis, uh, and then Elon says, "I'm up for a cage match if he is." Lol. So right, I, he does jujitsu. We should fight in a cage, is what he
2: said. So who, you, who you guys have your uh, who who you guys have your money on?
4: Well, wait, b- is it, who before are, we do this, we Zuck did for?
0: reply. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea, but before we before we do our projections, Zuck did reply on Instagram, it looks like, with a screen cap of the tweet with a reply that says, lol, I love you, Elon, but you better start training. And then he put text over it that says, oh, send me location. <laughs> oh, so he's I literally, love, he drop said, a drop pin. a pin, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I love how robotically Zuck tries to square up. He's just like... I'm interested. Where should we do it? Send me location. He says it like an AI yeah. told him how to do it.
0: <laughs> Send me bank details.
2: <laughs> yeah, that rules. I you, would very you, much you. love to see the two of them. Basically, it's going to be like um, what was it the Mayweather-Paul match where they ended up just hugging a lot? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, Zuckerberg is younger, right? Elon Musk is like a overweight, like Gen
0: Xer, like middle-aged guy. And okay, hold on. Elon age. So Elon is 51. Okay. Mark Zuckerberg age. He is 39. That's well, a pretty it's, steep it's, advantage. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: complicated by the fact that Elon Musk, I think, is a bit of a, he's a pretty big chungus. Yeah, he's, and he's a big tall.
1: guy.
4: Zuckerberg is one. a bit of a
2: man. He's a bit of a man. Oh,
1: Zuckerberg is 5'7. Okay. I didn't realize he was that short. Um, true, true okay. manlet status. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. He's I,
4: I, I five five inches inch shorter. A, Six I short? think a
0: really built manlet can take a tall guy who's not used to fighting any day. Speaking as a tall guy who's not used to fighting. So
2: Zuckerberg <laughs> needs to start injecting HGH right now.
4: <laughs> so in terms of to... who do I want to win? Zuckerberg. Okay. And, of course. And I, and I don't... I'm not entirely sure why. I think it's just because I... It would I, be so
1: funny to see Elon Musk get punched in the face. Like, we've all thought about it. Yeah. It, it would be so funny.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I'm... I'm actually
2: rooting for Elon Musk to win mm-hmm. okay. because I think okay. that I think that the posting will be very funny, and I also I don't want to have to make an account on another website. And if he, <laughs> and if Elon Musk loses, I feel like that's a guarantee Twitter that Twitter's shuts down. Die. He might ban. i you okay, so You're, you're I'm saying I'm not going to do another. I'm not going to make another account on another website. I, just I love refuse that you to do it. Think- However, <laughs> I actually think I think that Zuckerberg will win because I think that Zuckerberg has the resources and the drive to turn his body into an absolute killing machine. He's hungry.
1: Yeah, and, and he yeah, has yeah. he's been doing like jujitsu recently right like he's there was some like story where he like won a tournament and everyone is like oh yeah is it like on the Simpsons when uh Mr. Burns like knocks someone out boxing or whatever or
4: or like Kramer when he's fighting kids
1: yeah
0: yeah (laughs) who (laughs) knows it's like it's like the difference between types of murderers like fucking Zuckerberg has serial killer energy like stone cold robot will disassemble you in his basement energy whereas Elon Musk has like Elon uh, Musk is not a killer. No. He has vehicular manslaughter. He's yes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'd fall asleep at the wheel because he had one too many white claws and smash into you with his Tesla. Yes. Oh, I guess the uh, autopilot doesn't work. Oh, uh, too bad. Uh, Elon
4: Musk will call you a slur on Call of Duty, but like nothing else. Like he's <laughs> Elon, probably never Elon been a is, fight. Yeah. Look at this. It, 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 Elon Musk is way-
2: innovating, taking jobs away from hardworking Americans by automating the vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> what's,
0: what's interesting about this interaction is that Elon. Elon instigated the challenge and Zuck accepted it and I feel like if Zuck had instigated the challenge Elon would not have accepted it because that's scary but he definitely has the hubris to put out mm-hmm. a challenge that he thinks might go likely unanswered. He will probably also back out. Yeah. Oh, undoubtedly.
4: <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I I'm actually I'd love busy. To see him lose
0: some teeth, but like,
2: <laughs> you know what's know. what I think is it's uh, sometimes the most disappointing outcome is the most likeliest, and I think that what's probably going to happen is they're going to box in VR. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. As like some sort of like proof of concept for the metaverse, <laughs> or,
4: something. or or it's an announcement of like a collab, like they're yeah. gonna do like a Tesla sponsored meta, whatever the fuck. And then it'll just mm. be like, here are our guys. And it actually turns out that they've planned this whole thing. And they're like, just consolidating the mm-hmm. the entire world that they owned.
0: And I'm looking up jujitsu and it l- does look like it's a fairly effective fighting style, but it doesn't look like Elon's going to get socked in the mouth, mm. which is what I'm it's sure we're throwing, all hoping for. Right? Yeah. That's it's, a little less funny. Yeah, it's like, Pins and holds and throwing oh, and grappling one. and stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of grappling. So if you don't like to watch men hugging, you're probably not going to have a good time.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I'm, I'm going to have a great yeah, time. That would be a great I time. I know <laughs> y'all are chief.
1: Honestly, just like watching... I'm Watching Elon and Mark Zuckerberg both walk into an... Like watching... Elon Musk walk in like wearing a T-shirt or like shirtless or something and his weird like doughy stomach, assuming he didn't get in any better shape before this fight. and Elon? Yeah, Elon. And like trying to move around and fight. That would be hilarious, even if he ends up winning somehow.
2: Have you ever seen, you guys know how, remember how uh, a couple days ago pictures of like uh, the corpses on Mount Everest were going around Twitter? I, I didn't see, see those.
0: No, but I've seen them because I just look them up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah same. They're, they're frozen. You can't take them down. You, you yeah. probably have
2: seen some of the photos. There's the one of that one explorer where his like chest is all bloated and like bleached Alien. white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, you know the photo I'm talking mm-hmm. about. You can yeah I- imagine it. That's what Elon Musk looks like with his, uh, with yeah. his shirt yeah. on. It's really
1: weird. He's like a weird bloated slender man. Like yeah. he, he's somehow like chubby and too skinny in spots at
0: the same time. It's not. He good. looks like it. He looks like if you took one of those skeleton enemies that has an exaggerated rib cage and then put skin and muscle on it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how yeah, he looks me, like that.
2: I'll send the the image address in the in the chat. Oh yeah, I'm of pulling up. People have often list. been like,
4: "Why
0: does Trump stand like he's the front half of a centaur?" Mm-hmm. And I've often kind of <laughs> thought Elon is in like a parallel category to that, for sure. But. I, I don't have like a, a a handy metaphor. Like he's obviously the top part of a Medusa or whatever. Like yeah, it
2: doesn't what does it sense. look like?
4: He's just got a. <laughs> oh god, that's such a long URL. I'm sorry. He's got a thick ass body. I don't know. He's just got a. He's barrel chested. <laughs> He's
0: thick as hell. <laughs> looking like a fucking Donkey Kong character. <laughs> <laughs> no, King you know D. what D. it is? It's He's uh, looking like King K Rule. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's that's the bloat that happens in your like uh torso when you take like uh you know hormone supplements for bodybuilding is it yeah but you but you don't work out so it just accumulates <laughs> in your stomach you
1: know he actually he kind of looks like lanky, kong, lanky a bit. kong he's like lanky kong with a bigger belly like lanky kong from the n64 where he has a bit of a gut because mm-hmm. of like his arms yeah. and legs mm-hmm. like like in this picture when he's climbing up onto a yacht his like his arm hangs down pretty low and he's got long legs and it's like
0: then just like this weird like <coughs> brick body Oh, Todd, what was that diabetes medicine you were talking about? Ozempic. Ozempic. Oh, I saw somebody in like a TikTok being like, "Is Jonah Hill on Ozempic? <laughs> 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 look how cr- look how skinny he is. He looks like a Pirates of the Caribbean villain, <laughs> bro. He might
2: just be like walking and eating clean."
0: Yeah. Um, he he he. Uh, he he looks unhealthy. In addition to being super skinny, like he, I don't know. I think he, he looks good.
2: He looks super he's like he's, he's
4: Plato maxing. He's, lately
2: he's
0: looking...
4: <laughs> That beard is. You isn't? have to be Republic maxing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing sixty a hundred cave reps every day. In out in out. I see so many fucking shadow puppets, and I drink a
4: lot of green things. <laughs> you have to be, become the philosopher king. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jonah Hill lately has been like, <laughs> I'm microdosing hemlock right
3: now. <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I make my buddy Socrates apologize to me at least 30 times every rep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's been really like sun, like tanned looking lately. Like he's kind of almost like, it looks like he's getting over a sunburn. And like you guys said, long beard, curly hair, Yeah, he's he's looking very, like, mountain man. I kind of like
4: it. Kind of looks like when uh, Willem Dafoe, Jesus, gets lost in the desert and talks Mm. to this thing.
2: Yeah, he looks like he's... um he looks like he runs some sort of obscure wellness retreat in the Mediterranean. Mm,
4: you think he's sunning I mean, he his asshole?
2: He looks like he
0: plays uh, bass. <laughs> he looks like he plays bass in a Midwest emo band. That's definitely. He's
4: always looked like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he's every different... variation has had that in common yeah. all the way through. Yeah,
1: it's a different a different band, different energy. But like, if yeah. you if
4: you
2: look at Jonah Hill and like movies from the early 2000s, like he had to have been keeping up a pretty unhealthy lifestyle to look like that. Mm -hmm. And also he seems like the kind of guy who would be like predisposed to doing a bunch of drugs. So he probably had like a health wake up call and, and basically was like, I got to, I'm going to end up like Belushi if I, if I keep living.
4: Yeah. The problem is people always forget that like, he's like people who are famous are rich and Mm -hmm. have nothing to do. Like, If you just have like a million, like if you have like millions of dollars and just time, just you don't have to work for like six months out of the year. Because you probably Mm -hmm. you make like two movies and you get paid millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so what does a personal
2: trainer cost?
4: Yeah, exactly. The best ones. (laughs) 30 bucks. The best (laughs) personal trainers. So yeah, you just like hire a guy to like re- text you every morning, be like, Did you do your workout and eat your slop that I made you? Mm-hmm. And then you just like get skinny. It's easy. It
2: would be really funny if this guy hired the same personal trainer as the one that was psyoping Kanye West with SSRIs.
0: <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, wait, that. <laughs>
2: yeah, there was like, so this, this, uh, so I guess there were these texts that came out when Kanye was having his break and, and, and went on, um, alex jones and was like posting crazy shit Mm -hmm. that uh kanye I, i think actually posted the screenshots himself of his personal trainer being like if you ever want to see your kids again you better tone it down otherwise we're going to put you back on the ssris and then Jesus. back to dreamland you go or something like that
0: christ oh so <laughs> a little bit of like a britney spears situation it's handler, basically. yeah, yeah sure. the, they've maybe a de facto conservatorship of sorts chris yeah. is scrolling
4: through uh, all the pictures of jonah hill on his instagram and there's like one where he has one black eye like he's like got like a oh. thing underneath.
1: Oh, is this a black guy? Really? No,
4: you it was it was scrolling down, which reminded me, isn't there some sort of conspiracy theory where they like? I, I, would, I think it was in like a, a movie I watched about Pizza Gate or something where they t- <laughs> they talk about how I know what
2: you're talking about. Yeah, because there's pictures like of a, Hillary Clinton, hmm. Barack Obama. But Why? Like what? Um, I, Bush, I don't remember. Biden, I was trying to think. There's, asking. There's They've all had a black, there. a suspicious okay. black eye at, oh, yeah. at some point or another.
4: They got
0: walloped by the big brass owl during the ceremony. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's really something like that. Like That's they, awesome. they yeah. think it's yeah. a part of no. a ritual. No. Mm. I don't know <laughs> enough
2: about the conspiracy theory to know, like, what would cause the black eye, but I agree with it and I think it's correct. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
3: (laughs) That's true. Once once you (laughs) reach a certain
0: number of years in the deep state, Kissinger punches you in the eye, kisses you fully on the lips (laughs) and smacks you on the ass and now you're like, you have tenure. (laughs) Donate some blood to Kissinger
1: in exchange for that ceremony. That's why he's still alive. He's constantly getting new blood from rich people. Yeah.
2: If they wanted to survive in the submersible, they should have gone down with Kissinger. That's true. He can't <laughs> die. That's true. He has
0: a field of protection around yeah. him that is much larger than a submersible. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for listening to BP Planet. <laughs> this has been your episode for the week. I hope that you enjoy deranged conspiracy theories as much as we do. You can subscribe to the Patreon for twice as many episodes. So listen to many. my other show, Workstoppage, listen to Bryn's other show, Generation Loss, and check out Todd's shop, Doomer.shop. And as always, we love you. Stay high. Goodbye.
4: Goodbye. Bye.